Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Zakaria Amara is the leader, or was the leader, of the so-called Toronto 18 terror cell. They had planned to bomb the Toronto Stock Exchange, CSIS office in Toronto, and a Canadian Armed Forces base, Mr. Zakaria, was uh, sentenced to, I think it was life in prison. He was then uh, stripped of his Canadian citizenship under the Stephen Harper government, where they had the right to strip citizenship from convicted terrorists. But his citizenship was immediately restored when Justin Trudeau became prime minister because they did away with the Harper uh, legislation, which allowed for the stripping of citizenship. So let me turn all of this over to former Crown Attorney and former senior policy advisor to a federal minister for public safety, as well as the past executive director of the Canadian Police Association, now professor at Simon Fraser University, Scott Newark. Where do you start? Well, it's um, an interesting case because this was one of the major uh, uh, bad guys, would-be terrorists in, in all of this, as you described. And he was sentenced. He got what would be presumed to be sort of the most severe sentence available. He was sentenced to life imprisonment. Uh, but what's happening is that uh, because of the way we deal with and chose to, to deal with the, all of these terrorism-related offenses, in effect, what happens is that we've um, simply adopted the existing criminal code procedures and as well the Corrections and Conditional Release Act procedures. And so while he theoretically got a sentence in uh, January 2010 of life imprisonment, when you uh, read the fine print of the Corrections and Conditional Release Act, actually under Section 120 of that act, it says that uh, even though the sentence says life, He's eligible, not entitled, but eligible for parole after only seven years, and that any time spent in uh, pretrial custody, like if he was denied bail, um, in this case for uh, around three years, is deducted from that. And what well, I left out, what I left out, Scott, Scott, what I left out was was that he had applied for parole and the parole board turned him down. I left that out. Go ahead. I'm sorry? I left out the fact that he had applied for parole, and the parole board turned him down. I left that out in yeah. my intro. Yeah, and um, the um, uh, the act also says, by the way, that he can reapply every two years uh, thereafter. Okay? And as you and I have discussed before in the past, it's not, su- not terribly surprising. These uh, would-be terrorists are so narcissistic uh, that they you know, think what they're doing is wonderful and they're great, and they tend not to show anything even approaching remorse, which in our correction system means that they are less likely to get uh, parole. So I was reading this story, and I wasn't particularly surprised about it. What I did see that just made my jaw drop was that as he was describing, you know, to the parole board about what it was that he was, uh, why he was looking for it, he actually mentioned... Uh, and I'm quoting from the story from uh, Stuart Bell. He said that since his imprisonment, he had been in contact with members of the Catter family, former associates of the late Osama bin Laden, and had only stopped communicating with a co-accused eight months ago. Excuse me? Members of the Catter family? Which members? And what were they talking about? I'd sure like to know the answer to that, those questions. I would, too. I certainly would, too. But he says he's a changed man, right? Sort of. That's what he says. Sort of. Sort of sort changed, of. yes. Yeah. But he was turned down by the parole board. Correct. And the parole board uh, is quite often quite generous as far as whom they accept for parole. 
his yeah, concern. That's why I say it's relevant that these guys, there's a lo- uh, many of the people who are terrorists or would-be terrorists don't do very well at getting out of, out of uh, jail early precisely because they are so arrogant and so narcissistic. And I think that is an example of what's going on here. But I hope somebody maybe follows up and says, uh, you know, to uh, Bill Blair, uh, could you, are you aware of this? You know, uh, the, the uh, should we be concerned about what the Cotter family is up to and what they were uh, Somebody doing? should. Don't forget, Somebody the Cotter should. family Somebody should raise um, that. got their contact when these guys were first arrested. They went and protested the arrest of the Toronto 18 terrorists. It's where, where Omar Cotter's sister, Zainab Ketter, Cotter, met uh, Joshua Boyle. That's right. That is exactly right. This is starting, it's very interesting what's developing here. Very interesting. Look, in the minute we have left, what do you, what's your take on uh, the situation between, uh, you know, Mr. Chong and Ms. Bergen and Patty yeah. Haydu and Justin Trudeau? What do you, what's your take? Well, congratulations. I'm really glad that you've uh, taken this up because I think it's an extremely important issue. As you know, I've been involved in uh, Chinese espionage uh, activities since the uh, mid-90s. And the thing that really struck me about it, and I was watching on Question Period, was when um, Aaron O'Toole was asking legitimate questions about what is going on and are you going to make changes with respect to, you know, how our uh, uh, national uh, laboratory is dealing with Chinese institutions. And i got 30 seconds, buddy. Okay. And he says, oh, well, and I've got the quote. He actually said, you know, well, I can't really comment on it because of, you know, privacy concerns. Well, guess what? That's not true. The, pr- the Privacy Act, Section 8, Subsection 2, Subsection right. M, says that if the holder of the information, yeah, and it w- yeah. in this case it would include the prime minister or the minister, if they think that the revealing the truth I gotta uh, go, the Scott. public interest uh, is better served by revo- revealing the truth than concealing it, yeah, then I they can go. release it. Scott. So if that's what Trudeau has done and he has the discretion, yeah. I think Canadians have the right to know that so they can hold him. You're the, you're the best. I just want to make it clear, he's not involved in China, spying with China. He's an observer of what's been going on. Scott uh, Yes, but he's a person no, who's no. making I gotta decisions. Go. I gotta go. No, no, I'm talking about you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.